This is your boy JJ coming in for another live episode of This is the Life Podcast. Actually, to be politically correct, technically I'm not live right now because you all are not going to be listening unto this, actually listening to this until I finish recording. Now, yesterday I released this episode, but because of I don't even want to say technical difficulties. I call myself editing the episode and then I go to release it and I notice only the intro was released. So I'm going to be literally re-recording this episode and I'm just going to go with the flow because that's just how I am with my podcast. I go with the flow. Now, this episode here is going to be touchy. I'm not offending nobody. I'm just stating facts and stating how I feel. Okay. So I'm just going to warn everybody that it's going to get a little crazy because of this topic, but I need to speak how I feel because again, this is my platform. I I, I warned everyone that I'm going to be probably ruffling feathers. So it is it is what it is. So here we go. Last Saturday, there was an unfortunate tragedy in Buffalo, New York. A white gunman in body armor killed 10 black shoppers and workers at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. Okay. Now, what we do know is that this gunman opened fire at around 2.30 p.m. last week Saturday outside Topps Friendly Market, which is a supermarket in a predominantly black neighborhood in the western New York City. Now, this gunman began shooting in the parking lot, okay? Inside, though, he exchanged gunfire with the security guard who was killed as he stalked through the aisles, you know, shooting the shoppers. And I must say, the gunman did not realize he killed a hero. That security guard is literally a hero. Okay? And I'll talk about I'll talk about him in a little bit. Now, the gunman was wearing a helmet camera and he did live stream this shooting on Twitch. Okay. Now, according to the gaming platform, they did take it down within um, less than two minutes because they said that at one point the video showed him aiming at a white person who was hiding behind a checkout counter, but said, I'm sorry. It didn't shoot motherfucker. When police confronted the gunman as he exited the store, he put his rifle to his neck and then he dropped the gun and surrendered. Now, police did say there were 13 victims, including the wounded. Uh, the ages range from 20 all the way to 86. But 
Most of them were over the age of 50. Now, I want to talk uh, about that security guard. He was a retired Buffalo police officer, and his name was Aaron Salter. He was 55 years old, and, you know, he received praise from uh, President Biden for his selfless efforts to stop the bloodshed. Now, the dead do include Hayward Patterson, 67. He's a church deacon who was at Tops to give uh, rides to shoppers who needed them. Ruth Whitfield was 86, who had just come home from her daily, I'm sorry, who had just come from her daily visit to her husband in his nursing home. Andre uh, McNeil, who was 53, was picking up a cake for a child's birthday. Catherine Massey was 72, and she uh, they quoted her as a beautiful soul who was killed while shopping, according to her sister, Barbara Massey. Okay? Now, uh, Celestine, Celestine, or Celestine, I, I, I may be butchering your name, Celestine, let's just say, Celestine. Okay, Celestine, Shady's family learned of the 65-year-old's death in the massacre from seeing the gunman's video as it did circulate online. Now, the mother of Roberta uh, Drury, who was 32, also saw some of those horrifying images. Now, the others that were killed in the shooting were Margus D. Morrison, 52, Geraldine Taylor, sorry, Geraldine Talley, 62, Pearl Young, 77. Now, those that were injured um, who worked at Tops were Zaire Goodman, 20 years old, Jennifer Warrington, 50, and Christopher Braden, 55. Now, the accused gunman, his name is Peyton Gendron, 18 years old. He lived with his family in Conklin, New York, which is a small town about 200 miles southeast of Buffalo. He graduated from high school last year in June, two weeks after state police took him to a hospital for a psychiatric evaluation after he said he aspired to murder-suicide. This is according to authorities. He was released about a day later. Officials said there was no specific threat or basis for criminal charges. He told authorities, though, that it was a joke, but it really wasn't. Now, this is according to an online diary that recounts months and months of active, detailed planning for a live stream attack on black people. Gendron apparently made the diary public on the chat platform Discord shortly before the shooting, though it's unclear how many people might have seen that actual material. Okay. Investigators have said they are looking into all of Gendron's social media postings. Okay. Now, a separate online screed that he uh, apparently authored says the attack was meant to terrorize non-white, non-Christian people into fleeing the U.S. The diatribe resounds with white supremacist, anti-immigrant, and anti-Semitic beliefs that reflect an increasingly prominent conspiracy theory about a plot to reduce white 
people's global influence by, quote unquote, replacing them. In a visit um, uh, to Buffalo this past Tuesday, though, uh, President Biden called the nation to reject that lie. Buffalo. Now, I want to talk about very quickly um, Buffalo police. Buffalo um, Police Commissioner Joseph Gramaglia has called the massacre an absolute racist hate crime by a man who, with hate in his heart, soul, and mind, Gendron has pleaded not guilty and his lawyers have declined to comment. He is still in jail ahead of a court hearing actually tomorrow. Now, let's talk about the weapon that was used in this shooting. Now, according to officials, they said the AR-style rifle was purchased legally, but New York doesn't allow sales of the ammunition magazines that he used. Gendron bought the weapon within the past few months at a store near his home. Vintage firearms owner Robert Donald said he has records of the sale, but didn't recall Gendron or the transaction. Hmm. Hmm. Got to ponder on that. He said Gendron passed an instant uh, background check on the day he bought the weapon. So what I'm thinking is either something's covered up or the owner wasn't there when this transpired. I don't know. But. I I I I I need to say something. When when is this gonna stop? This troubled young man must have been, and I'm not making an excuse when I say this, but this troubled young man must have had some encounter with some type of black person in his life to go out of your way. What, 200 miles, okay? Approximately 200 miles of where you live to attack innocent people, black people. I don't understand this shit. I really don't. Okay, so let me let me think. He's 18. All right. Hmm. Let's think. Did a black did a did a black uh kid beat your ass? Did a black person jump you? Did we take your bitch? Because I I I, I I'm I'm trying to figure out what is wrong with y'all and you racist pieces of shit. Why are you hating on us? Is it because we have BBCs? Is it because women of all different type of races love us? Somebody tell me something. I'm waiting. Because this is this is getting out of hand. Black people are here to stay. Like it or not. You dig what I'm saying? Like it or not, we are here to stay. My saying is this, and this is just a personal saying. You can love me or hate me, but
but I'm going to still be me. So let me apply that for us black folk. Love us, hate us, we still go be here. And it's nothing you could do about it unless you move out the motherfucking country, but you still going to probably run into a Negro. I mean, let's face it. We are here, motherfucker. We are here. And like I said, don't be mad if we took your Becky. Hey, she saw the BBC, so she wanted the BBC. Don't be mad because you probably got four inches compared to seven, eight, nine. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Listen, again, I'm not downplaying all people because everyone's not a racist. Okay? Like I said, I have white friends or associates, let's just say, because I don't don't have friends no more. People, you know, people funny style now. So I might as well say I have acquaintances and associates, okay? And I'm sure some of you can relate on that. But that's, listen, I'm not talking about friendships. I did that already. Y'all can check out those episodes, uh, Friendships Real versus Fake. I did it in two parts. I want to talk about the elephant in the room. That white person who has a problem with us Negroes. Man, listen, this is my show. I'm saying what it is. You got a problem with us niggas. That's what it is. And let me tell you something. And I said it. We here to stay, baby. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. So you either for us or against us. So let me let me say this before I keep going. You don't like the way a black person looks? Fuck you. You don't like the way a black person talks? Fuck you. You don't like the way black people have our, our swag and our you know our confidence? Fuck you. You don't like that we educated? Fuck you. You don't like that we ahead of the game? Fuck you. You don't like us because of just whatever? Fuck you. You don't like us because we been here and we ain't going nowhere? Fuck you. You don't like us because we marry outside our race? Fuck you. You don't like us the way we live our lives? Fuck you. And and I say that proudly because all of that right there is why a lot of people don't like us. So I'm going to say it one one more time. Fuck you. Okay? I don't deal with racists. You feel what I'm saying? So a big fuck you goes out to even if you have a racist thought. Fuck you. You need to get out that mindset. Fuck you. You don't like people because of who they are? Fuck you. That's what I got to say about our, 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 our fellow piece of shit who decided to go and kill innocent black people at that. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 don't, get, and, don't, and don't get it twisted, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not obviously forgetting about other races, okay? I'm not saying that, okay? I'm not forgetting about other races. But my topic at hand is specifically black people who are always targeted over some bullshit. Let's just call it what it is. It is 100% bullshit. 
When are we going to learn to just let people be? When, 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 listen, when God creates us, nobody acts to be a specific color. God creates us in his image. He creates us as he sees fit. I don't know how I don't know how else to say it. Okay? This is life. There's a lot of people I don't like and it's not based off color. It's just off their character. It is what it is. Someone had to remind me that people are going to be people and I and I've accepted it. But I'm not going to go around killing nobody over it. It is what it is. Leave these people alone because it's, if it's, it's to the point where we can't even go to a grocery store, okay? We can't go to a grocery store and shop without thinking somebody's going to come and kill us. Man, we, hey, <laughs> we need to wake up. And what blows my mind is that nobody can't see how racist Okay, he's walking in with this AR, and he spots a white person hiding, and he says, oh, no, 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 basically, no, 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 you're okay. You, you're good. Like, real quick, Antonio Brown, y'all could Google it. AB basically came out and said there's no racism in America. He said that on another podcast. Y'all can check that out. AB needs to wake up. I wonder how he feels after hearing about this. And that's if he even heard about this. Now, I would like to sit down with him and, 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 and let him tell me how there's no racism in America after this just happened last week. And we going on a week. But you know what? That's another that's another thing with AB. Again, you know, hell of a football player. I personally think his career is done. Um, you know, hey, but that that's another different story. They don't need to when they when 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 when, when it's time for this man, I don't even want to call his name, but when it's time for this man to go on trial, okay? They don't need to uh, think about, oh, well, you know, should he get the death penalty or life in print? Death penalty. Death penalty. And if you feel different, then you are not a fan of my platform. Okay? Because like I said, Y'all can go back and listen to the age ranges of the individuals I read. Some of those could be some of y'all grandmas. Those could be y'all relatives with that age group. So don't play with me thinking, oh, well, he should have his fair share of trial. No, fuck that. He is going to have his, his time in trial, but that shit should even last no more than a week, if, if, if to be honest with you, because the evidence is there. The motherfucker had it streamed and all this other shit. Oh, and that's another thing. Before I moved on, before I move on, if you were a person that watched that live stream because you want to be part of his group, I give you a big 
Fuck you. Now, moving on. I want I want I want to go a little further. I want to go a little further into uh history, okay? Let 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 let's let's talk about I want to go into some music. Let's go let's talk about my man Donald Donald Glover aka Childish Gambino. Uh I want to say this video came out oh jeez. I it might have been out I want to say 2018, I feel, 18, and it was also released as a single entitled, This is America, okay? Now, the video basically is just over four minutes, and it deals with uh, a lot of metaphors about race and gun violence in America. Okay? Now, the This is America video, okay, which pretty much has already racked up now way more than probably like 30 mil, million views, right? Ah, to get me some good cold water, ladies and gentlemen. Now, his video reveals some provocative imagery of the rapper as he guns down a choir at one point and then dances with violence breaking out all around him. Now, his decision to uh, wear just a pair of gray pants without a shirt in the video also allows viewers to identify him with his humanness as he raps about the violent contradictions that comes with being black in America. Now, this is according to uh, Guthrie Ramsey who is a professor of music history at the University of Pennsylvania. Now, the reason why I want to just break this down is just to let everybody know that, you know, blacks, you know, <laughs> we've, we've been dealing with this type of tragedies years, years. You're talking over 400 years. Slavery, okay? Now, going into Going into the video. According to Professor Ramsey, the central message is about guns and violence in America and the fact that we deal with them and consume them as part of entertainment on one hand and on the other hand is a part of um, a national conversation. Now, he says that you're not supposed to feel as if this is the standard fair opulence of the music industry, but it's about a counter narrative and it really leaves you with chills. Now, I'm going to go ahead and break down uh, Professor Ramsey's four key elements from the uh, This is America video. Now, the first one I always laughed at it when I watch it is the uh, infamous scene with the uh, first gunshot. This is when he's like taking like he's taking like a little he's doing like a little pose and he brings the gun and everything. Now, that's the opening moments of the This is America in which it shows a man strumming a guitar alone to choral sounds. Within the first minute, uh, Childish Gambino shoots the man who has been tied up with the head cover. Childish Gambino hands the gun to another man who safely wraps it in a red cloth as the obscured man is dragged away. Then the moment goes right into the first rap course, which is uh, titled, in quote, this is America, 
Don't catch you slipping up. I'll say it again. This is America. Don't catch you slipping up. Now, uh, Professor Ramsey says that the timing that this happens during the song's move from choral tones to a trap sound allows Gambino to straddle contradictions and also allows the viewer to identify with his humanness. He's talking about the contradictions of trying to get money and the idea of being a black man in America. Okay, it comes out of two different sound worlds. Part of the brilliance of the presentation is that you go from this happy major mode of choral singing ah, that we associate with South African choral singing, and then after the first gunshot, it moves right into the, um, the trap sound. The early moment shows, too, that Childish Gambino could be anyone, according to uh, Professor Ramsey. You have, to, um, you, ha- you, you have him almost unadorned as if he were totally without all the uh, accru- uh, accoutrements of stardom and noting that childish dances in neutral colored pants, dark skin, and with textured hair. It's just him, and therefore it could you know, also be us. Now, the second, now, the second point I want to talk about is when Gambino is dancing with school children and um, amid uh, violence, okay? Now, uh, Gambino and a group of kids clad in school uniforms dance throughout much of the video, smiling through impeccable uh, moves as violence erupts behind them. Now, the moment could be open to numerous interpretations, though. For example, uh, the professor uh, said that the dancers could be there to distract viewers in the same way black art is used to distract people from real problems plaguing America. But uh, Professor Ramsey said that it's better to absorb the video as a whole because America itself, okay, is a country of very strange juxtapositions. Ha, 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 ha. Okay, something to think about. Something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Now, even though we think of popular culture uh, a space where we can, he's forcing us to understand that there's actually nowhere to uh, run. We have to deal with the cultural violence that we have created and continue to sustain. Okay. Now, the style of dancing by Gambino in the video also calls out the way we consume culture. Gambino samples at least 10 popular dance moves derived from hip-hop and African moves, including the South African uh, G-W-A-R-A. So I'm going to say Gawara Gawara dance. Okay. Now, that's according to uh, Forbes magazine. Now. Ramsey, uh, Professor Ramsey, actually, said the use of so many famous dance moves also shows how ultra-popular pieces of culture lose their specificity over time as they become more ubiquitous. It's really a commentary on how much violence and contradictions there are in the consuming pop culture, particularly in the violent elements of it. With all the conspicuous consumption that global capitalism inspires, 
part of what we are consuming is this uh, appetite for violence. Now, pay attention to this, okay? The gun down choir. Toward the middle of the video, a choir sings enthusiastically in a happy tone before Gambino shoots all of them. Now, now remember this now. The massacre and um, its quickness recall the 2015 uh, Charleston shooting in which um, Dylan Roof, who's now known as a white supremacist, that motherfucker also, when he killed nine black people in a church basement, okay, the image and what it evokes shows how people struggle to reconcile with and separate different instances of violence, okay? As we consume violence on all sorts of platforms, be it in the news, through music videos or TV shows, it becomes difficult to absorb very real instances of mass murders, okay? You can't escape the violence, but you're being forced to separate how you feel about it in a digitized world. The virtual violence, the uh, the real violence, it's all confused. And, and also think about video games, ladies and gentlemen. Like one of my favorite video games, Grand Theft Auto. You can just drive up, try to get a hooker. I think, uh, yeah, throw out the car, shoot a robber, all that. So it's, it's listen, it's all tied into one. Now, notice if you guys have checked out the video, uh, the last scene when uh, Childish Gambino runs away at the closing of the video. Well, closing moments, okay? Now, uh, it shows he's terrified. Um, he's running down a long, dark hallway away from a group of people as Young Thug sings, you just a black man in this world. You just a barcode. Hey, Gambino's back to a long tradition of black Americans having to run to save their lives. Okay. Um, according to Professor Ramsey, he, he says one song dating back to slavery back in the 19th century was called Run and Run. Okay. Basically, I can say it. I'm on my platform. Basically, run, nigga, run. All right, and don't let me catch none of y'all out there trying to say that, okay? Because, um, you know, y'all can't do what I do, okay? It's dangerous. <laughs> a black person running for his or her life has just been a part of American culture dating back to slavery, just like I said. So, you you know, I, I, I talk about this. I talk about this again because, again, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we, we, we you know, some people, you know, have it misconstrued that other individuals, you know, had it worse. But I'm sorry, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> African Americans didn't have it easy, you know, back in the day. And again, I'm not I'm not taking away from other races that had to endure, but let's face it. African Americans had it the worst. And again, if you feel different, shoot me a DM. Hit me on Instagram, okay? Hit me on IG. We could talk about it. You know, you can hit me, lifepodcast underscore 84. We could talk about it. We can discuss, which to me, there's not much to discuss. But if you want to, we could do that. You can email me. This is the life podcast, 84 at gmail.com. 
you can holler at me. You know, I'm I'm up for a debate. I've had a debate before on on my on on uh through email. You know, but it's 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 healthy debates now. Cause like I said, I'm not gonna debate bullshit. Okay, I don't condone bullshit, so I'm not gonna debate bullshit. We're gonna debate real things. Okay, just to let you know, I want you all to keep this name in mind. I want you to soak on that for a few minutes. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. You can say his name if you need to. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Now, on August 28th, 1955, while visiting his family in Money, Mississippi, 14-year-old Emmett Till, an African-American from Chicago, shout out to uh, Chi-Town, was brutally, brutally murdered for allegedly flirting with a white woman four days earlier. Another word for allegedly is supposedly, meaning we don't know if it was true. It's he say, she say. Now, what I find interesting about this is that if this was modern day, Myself, on top of hundreds and thousands of black men would have been killed because I don't know. I mean, I'm not the only one that's that's been involved with white females, you know, Cuban females, Puerto Rican. Bottom line is this. I would have been probably chopped up and all that. Just like everybody else, if this is modern day, for hollering at a white woman? Like, really? Where they do that at? But it just shows you this goes back in time, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let's talk about the fuckers. His assailants, a.k.a. the fuckers, who were this alleged white woman's husband and his brother. They made Emmett carry a 75-pound cotton gin fan. Now, if you all don't know what a cotton gin is, all right, I'm going to take you back in history. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the definition of a cotton gin. A cotton gin is a machine for separating cotton from its seeds, okay? Now, now that you got that in your memory banks, 75 pounds, okay, a fan, they had, he carried that, okay, a 14-year-old, they made him carry that to the bank of the Tallahatchie River and ordered him to take off his clothes. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm sorry I had to scream that, but what the fuck? Really? Where they do that at? The two fuckers then beat him nearly to death. They gouged out his eye. That means his eye came out of his socket. They shot him in the head and then threw his body tied to the cotton gin fan with barbed wire. 
into the river. Listen, Jesus, my Lord and Savior, maybe some of yours, Lord and Savior, he didn't even endure that much on the cross when he died for our sins. So where they do that at? So I want to talk about Emmett Till. Emmett Till grew up in a working class neighborhood on the south side of Chicago. And though he had attended a segregated elementary school, he was not prepared for the level of segregation he would encounter in Mississippi. His mom, though, warned him to take care because of his race. But Emmett enjoyed pulling pranks. Now, before I go further, I don't know all of my audience, but I do know this. Regardless of how old we get, you know, I thank God my mom's still around. You know, my dad's still around, but our relationship, hey, that's that's for another episode. I still, even at my age, I still listen to my mom. Even though sometimes my mom, you know, still got the old school mentality. But let's be honest. Let's be let's let's face it. My mom's black. You know, my mom was born in the fifties. So she's going to still have that old school ways on her. And I'm sure, you know, uh, you know, if I'm li- if, if I have some black listeners, I'm sure y'all 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 parents same way. So it is what it is. But I still listen to mom when she give me advice and I'm going to still do it to the casket drops. And that's on God right there. OK, now. On August 24th while standing with his cousins and some friends outside a country store in Monday, Emmett bragged that his girlfriend back home was white. Emmett's African-American uh, companions, his friends, basically, they didn't believe him, and they dared him to go ask the white woman sitting behind the counter, I'm sorry, behind the store counter for a date. So he went in, he bought some candy, and on the way out, he was heard saying, bye, baby, to the woman. Now, there were no witnesses. Check this out. Check this out. This is how lies start. There were no witnesses in the store. Okay? But Carolyn Bryant, who was the woman behind the counter, later claimed that he grabbed her, made lewd advances, and wolf whistled at her as he sauntered out. So basically, as he walked out, he apparently he apparently grabbed her made lewd advances basically he probably he tried to maybe rub on her this and that you know ain't no telling and wolf whistle come on man like where they do that at now roy bryant who was the owner of the store and the woman's husband he returned from a business trip a few days later and heard how emmett had allegedly spoken to his wife now, he's already enraged. He went to the home. So that just shows you they, they, it's probably a small town. He went to the home of Emmett's great uncle, Mose Wright, with his half-brother, J.W. Milam, in the wee early morning hours of August 28th. Now, the pair demanded to see Emmett. Despite the pleas from Wright, they forced Emmett into the car. So they must definitely have some guns or something. I don't know. 
But after driving, oh, yeah, they did because he got shot. Now, after driving around in the night and maybe perhaps beating uh, Emmett in a tool house behind Milam's uh, residence, they drove him down to the Tallahatchie River. Three days later, his corpse was recovered but was so disfigured that Moe's right could only identify by an initial ring on his finger. So that means they beat that boy so bad that you couldn't even identify him. What the fuck? Where they do that at? This is some country we live in. My God, my God, this is a country we live in. Authorities wanted to bury the body quick, but Emmett's mom, uh, baby Bradley, requested to send it back to Chicago. If you guys haven't checked it out, Google Emmett Till Open Casket Funeral. I must warn you that the, the, the image of his body in that casket is hard to look at, but I say you look at it and think about the pain. Think about probably how scared he was. Emmett Till, Emmett Till was probably crying so bad and screaming for help and just could not get the help. I want y'all to think about that when you look at that picture, you know, because I still look at it. I haven't looked at it in a while, but I haven't cried, but it does something to me because Emmett Till could have been my little cousin, my little brother, you know, and 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 and, and, you, and, and, and you think about how something we take for granted now, and what I mean taking for granted is, you know, talking to different people where, you know, male could talk to female and vice versa, something we take for granted, you can lose your life over? Like I said, me and other countless African-American dudes, man, we, 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 man, we would have been thrown in the gutter. You know what I'm saying? But she, you know, his mom did decide to have an open casket funeral so that all the world could see what racist murderers had done to her, her only son. Okay. Now back in the day, jet shout out to jet magazine. Um, Jet Magazine was an African-American weekly magazine. They published a photo of his corpse. And then after a while, mainstream media picked it up. Less than two weeks after his body was buried, Milam and Bryant, they went on trial in a segregated courthouse in Sumner, Mississippi. Okay. There were few witnesses besides Mose Wright who did positively identify the defendants as Emmett Till's killers. On September 23rd, the all-white jury deliberated for less than an hour. That shit is crazy. Less than an hour before they issued not guilty. Go figure, right? Go figure. They explained that they, they believe they. Who the fuck is they? They believe the state had failed to prove the identity of the body. But they, okay, <laughs> but you just saw 
that the body was identified based off the ring. But no, it got to be all white. It probably had to be all white decision. Fuck that. Many people around the country were outraged by this decision and also by the state's decision not to indict Milam and Bryant on the separate charge of kidnapping. Now, check, check, check this out. Remember how I kept saying allegedly, allegedly, allegedly? Well, Miss Carolyn Bryant confesses. Um, but before that, Emmett Till's trial brought to light the brutality of Jim Crow segregation in the South and was an early impetus of the civil rights movement. In 2017, yeah, 2017, Tim Tyson, the author of the book, The Blood of Emmett Till, revealed that Carolyn Bryant, check this out, she recanted her testimony admitting that uh, Emmett had never touched, threatened, or harassed her. Nothing that boy did could ever justify what happened to him, she said. So check this out. It shows you history, okay? History is repeating itself. We've never been liked. And unfortunately, we still not liked. They will lie on us. They will cheat us. They want to erase us. And even in some shit, even some parts here in South Florida, they want to gentrify areas. And, 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 and when I say they, I want to be politically correct. I'm talking about prejudice. I'm talking about the racist. That, that is who I categorize as they. Because I don't want anybody to say, oh, yeah, you heard JJ's podcast. He's talking about, no, no. Let's get it. Let's let's get it clear, okay? I am tired. I'm tired of seeing this happen. I'm tired of the injustices of my people. Let us live. We've suffered enough. Let us be. Something has to give America. And I'm talking to the America, the A-M-E-R-I, triple K-A. Give it a rest. Let us go. Take the chains off of us. Let us live in A-M-E-R-I-C-A. Because that's where I want to live. I want to be a part of. So I say this, A-M-E-R-I-C-A, stand up. We're going to take down the A-M-E-R-I-Triple-K-A. We're taking you down. We're going to fight you. we coming for you. Guns ablaze, baby. Because like I said it, and I'm going to keep saying it, we're here to stay. And we ain't going nowhere. Until next time, y'all be safe. Keep loving each other. If you don't have a black neighbor, it's okay. 
We all around. If you have a black neighbor and you don't talk to him, speak. Say hi. If you see us out doing our thing, talk to us. We ain't going to hurt you. If you see us in the club, ladies, holler at us. Get that BBC. Because BBC will change your life. Okay? It'll make you fabulous. But on the real, but on the real though, America, A-M-E-R-I-C-A, stand up. I'm standing with you, and we all going to stand to the casket drops. J.J. out.